0: hello and welcome to the show season six episode two i am your host jazz wilson and it is me again it shall be me for a little while just to let you know if you are new welcome here if you've been here before welcome back now i have a story for you and it is about an amazing product Here we go a product that lucy and i discovered well i saw it on a video a long while ago and then lucy was sorting out some costumes and they needed to be altered so there we are sat together sewing up tiny little straps that have got sequins in and for anyone who's ever sewn sequins you will know how hard that is so then I had a brainwave it came back to me a video that I'd seen months ago of a lady backstage in a West End production using a tool that basically stitches clothes together with a push of a button Yes, I know what you're thinking. And it sounds way too good to be true, but I can promise you, Lucy has used it and it is phenomenal. I don't know how many societies know about this, but I thought I'd bring it to your attention so that everybody is aware. Because this could be a lifesaver during show week. How many wardrobe malfunctions do you have in show week and think, oh, I just need to stitch this together within seconds so that somebody can go back on stage? This could be the answer. And I tell you now, it's called micro stitch. If you know about this, you are one of the very lucky few if you don't know about this and you are doing costume for your Amdram society, then this needs to go into your sewing box. In fact, you with this, you wouldn't even need a sewing... Well, you might still need a sewing box. But this is going to be a game changer. I'm telling you now. Micro Stitch is the name and basically, you just use it like you would use a glue gun basically put the needles through the material pull the trigger bam stitch together and it doesn't damage the material it's pretty much invisible and it's temporary so if you have any costumes you need to take in just for a single production you can use this and then snip it afterwards how wonderful is that microstitch is the name and making life nice and easy is the game i shall put a link in the show notes if you want to get your hands on one of these they're about 25 pounds but i can promise you now it is worth every penny if you do costume for your arm um, society or have used one of these please do get in touch via our socials or it's all an act at outlook.com and let me know what you think i thought it was phenomenal i want to hear the stories i want to hear your hero stories your disaster stories send them across and maybe i'll read them out on the show or you can send an audio file and i can play that on the show I would love to hear them. So now it's got to that time in the show where it's Tom giving us a movie musical review. Tom, take it away.
1: Hello and welcome back to the movie musical segment. My name is Tom and today we are going to be talking about the now officially Academy Award nominated. That was a mouthful and a half. Encanto. Uh, by the time you're listening to this it might be academy award winning in so if you want to listen to this review spoiler free then you can head over to disney plus uh, they've made it free for all subscribers so if you've got a subscription or if you use someone else's subscription naughty naughty then um, you can watch it and listen to this spoiler free i would highly recommend it before we get started this week on talking about Encanto itself uh i just wanted to take a moment to talk about the oscar and bafta nominations list because this is a film segment and i think that's that's an important thing we should talk about i uh i got to say i was pretty disappointed when i when i looked through them the nominations this year for not for everything, not for every category, but they're so white, which is just such a shame because I think there, there's there been some incredible performances from people of colour and some incredible films made from people of colour in the past year, and it, it seems like, once again, sort of pretentiousness uh, is winning, which I think happens so often, more so with the Oscars than with the BAFTAs, I have to say. But the BAFTAs, I was really quite distressed about looking through all the nominations because yeah um also i i i think that it is worth mentioning though that we did get some some good nominations for musical films which is quite bizarre because they're normally looked down on by the industry but we we got some we got some wins this year we've got some nominations for west side story and for tick tick boom Andrew Garfield's currently up for an Oscar for a leading role in Tick-Tick Boom, which is amazing. Unfortunately, for some reason, he wasn't nominated for the BAFTA for that. Um, also Mike Faced from I think that's how you pronounce his name, apologies if it's not, from West Side Story wasn't nominated, which is a real shame. Uh and I think personally, I think there were some people that were nominated for awards that didn't deserve it as much as those two. Um which also adds to the whole kind of white nominees vibe. Because obviously Mike face, Andrew Garfield are two cis white men. Um, but in that case, I think they deserve some recognition. Maybe over someone like, I don't know, Benedict Cumberbatch. I haven't seen that film, so that's not a judgement on him. But anyway, I just thought it was worth mentioning. So um, go and go and check out the nominees if, if you're interested in that sort of thing. Hopefully we get some wins for West Side Story and Tick Tick Boom. Encanto, who we're talking about today... Is currently up for best original song and best uh, animated film. It's got a strong chance of winning best animated film. I'm not going to lie; it's, it's normally a Disney or Pixar, but we'll see. So, Encanto is uh, the new, the the newest Disney classic film. Uh, it's about a Colombian family who all have some sort of power, superpower kind of you know either you can be one of them's really really strong one of them can hear anything one of them can talk to animals etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, and and sort of an addition to this is that they all live in a house that is alive and kind of communicates with them it's a really cool concept and it's quite nice to have a disney film that's like low stakes because there's there are there are no stakes in this film really it, it's essentially if we if we don't do what we need to do, then we lose our house. And normally a Disney film is, if we don't do what we need to do, then the world will end or, or the town will be destroyed or something like that. So it's just really nice to have something that's that feels slightly less important. And I think that's a, a really good option for for Disney to take. I think they did a really good job with that. Um, so it's got music by Lin-Manuel Miranda, of course. Uh, who, if you've been living under a rock, did uh, Hamilton in the Heights, almost called it Into the Heights. Uh, he directed Tick, Tick, Boom. He's done Bring It On, 21 Chump Street. He's done lots and lots and lots of stuff. Um, you know who he is, though, surely. Uh, anyway, so I, I think there's, a, there's some element of musical theatre that's made its way into this film with with him helming the... Uh, music. I gotta say, the music for me was the one letdown of this film. I thought it was a fantastic film, and that was where it lost marks for me. Was was the music? I think, obviously, hiring Lin Manuel Miranda because of his sort of Latino roots was a wise choice. It is something that needs to accompany this film, uh, you know, because it's set in Colombia. But I don't know, there was just something about the the music that didn't really do it for me. It was like the perfect feel and kind of like theming, but I just, I cannot remember any of the songs. I could not sing you a single song from that film other than the one song that I did like and I thought was really great and has since blown up thanks to TikTok, uh, We Don't Talk About Bruno. It's overtaken Frozen as like one of the biggest Disney songs, which is really impressive and incredible. And I think it, I don't think it was as good as Let It Go, I'll be honest. But I think when Frozen came out, we didn't have TikTok and that's changed the way that we consume and share media and things like that. So interestingly enough. But also in in addition to that, uh, looking at the Oscar noms, the song that is nominated for best song and i i don't know how to pronounce it but it's dos o r u g u i t a t t a s if i can speak um which means two little caterpillars um i had to look it up because i didn't remember it and i've had to listen to it and i think it's kind of like a background song i think it's supposed to kind of accompany a scene in the background which is really interesting that that was the song that was chosen. I think it's a really nice song. And I think it kind of did its job by not staying with me, if that makes sense. I don't think it's supposed to be a song that's in your face. But um, it's just interesting that Bruno didn't get nominated. Um, one Also, one thing that's really bugging me, and I think this kind of influenced my look outlook on the, the songs, is the way that they do the songs in the film it's kind of changing it from a musical to like a music video. There's like all these really bright colors and like lots and lots of stuff happening and it feels like you're in a music video. And I remember watching the Aladdin remake and it was the same with the Princess Jasmine song they added. It seemed like it was a completely separate thing from the film. And I think it just, it like really takes you out of it. And I wonder if that's them pandering to the kids that are going to watch it but I think if that is the case that's that's really sad and that's that's a shame because it completely takes you out of the film. Um whereas in my opinion a musical the songs are there to progress the story and you know you can have big dance numbers and things like that but it's it's got to be in that world still as opposed to here's a music video anyway back to the story. Um so I don't know if that's something Disney's going to carry on, but I thought that took away from the music for me, maybe a little bit. Um. Anyway, let's talk about very, very briefly, because um, we've spoken for a long time, but just the visuals of this film are amazing. Disney have always, always do something really, really great. It's kind of like almost Pixar. I wonder if they've had like John Lasseter or someone, I don't think he works for them anymore, but if they've had someone from Pixar kind of heading up their animation department but Disney animation is beautiful and the film looks great and the story is really really cool the cast is amazing I just I I wish the music was different that's my only gripe with the film but I think everyone I've spoken to really enjoyed it so take that with a pinch of salt I highly recommend this film Um, and I think out of five stars I'm going to give this three and a half I think if the music for me was more enjoyable and there weren't these sort of weird music video segments, then it would get four stars, maybe four and a half. But say la vie, here we are. Anyway, um, join us next week and we're going to be talking about a bit of a different one next week because it's not actually a musical, but it has gone on to be a musical. So we're going to be talking about uh, Nine to Five the Dolly Parton musical film, whatever you want to call it. So if you want to go and check it out, you can actually watch that on Amazon Prime for free if you've got Amazon Prime. So technically it's not free, I guess. Um, Anyway, let us know what you think about the Oscar noms. Let us know what you think about Encanto and we will see you next week.
0: Bye. Wonderful. Thank you, Tom. Awesome sauce. Now, if you listen to the first episode we released this year, then you will be in on the secret we have launched an etsy shop yes we have so you can get your hands on it's all an act merch it is slowly building there are a few things on there at the minute but it will increase please let us know if there's anything you would absolutely love to see on there we love getting your ideas here it at it's all an act you can email me it's all an act at outlook.com or you can get hold of us on any of our social medias. So go and check it out on Etsy, just type in It's All An Act, or you can go to it'sallanact.co.uk and it's on the shop tab on the website. Check it out, enjoy it, and thank you if you do purchase, because all the money goes towards putting it back into this podcast eventually when we've built up enough money we will use it to pay for guests onto the show i.e west end stars like you know christopher biggins where was he last year never heard from him at all come on biggins you know you want to be on the show you'll love it we'll have a great laugh well a laugh combined his laugh with my laugh oh my That would be awesome. So please do go and check it out on Etsy. It's all an act. Type it into the search bar and take a look. We're very excited about it and we hope you are too. So that's all from us today. We will be back in your ears again soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. You know what to do. Tell a friend about us and we will be back soon bye at podcast